There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to episode 99 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 10 of season 3 of Dark Matter. Steve, I'm sad. We're almost at the end of the season. I know, but this episode was amazing. It was so good. It was so crazy. Yes. All right. Joseph went above and beyond everything in this episode. So Yeah, it was so great. All right, go ahead. Let's hit him with the ratings news. All right, this episode had a 0.15 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.639 million viewers. Nice. Bringing it in at 46th in cable shows. Very good. Awesome, awesome. A live plus seven days for episode 10. Tied for first in adults 18 to 49 percentage gain going from a 0.1 to a 0.3 for an increase of 200%. Nice. It was 8th in viewers percentage gain going from 0.502 to 1.069 million viewers for an increase of 113%. Nice. Love it. And this was crazy and awesome. Yes, let's get into Built Not Born. Victor contacts the Raz in distress after members of his group kill a human. He asks to be brought to the home of the scientist who enabled androids to have free will. The scientist, Dr. Shaw, turns out to have also been a member of the team that created two and enabled her initial escape. Shaw's assistant, Chase, hints that she and two were also romantically involved. Shaw is terminally ill and is revealed to have created the Roz's android to be an android body for her mind to occupy after her own body dies. A transfusion of two's nanites helps Shaw recover, at least temporarily and Sarah asked Shaw to create an android body for her. When the Galactic Authority attacks Shaw's lab, Sarah must flee with Shaw to allow her body to be constructed. Later, when she awakes, Victor welcomes her to the superior race of androids. So they did like a 3D you know, printing for a body for Sarah. Right. <laughs> this was weird. It was... All right. Well, we already know that Shaw was basically android. But Zoe Palmer is not British. No. So he's hearing her talk in a British accent was really weird. Yes. Because it took me a minute because I'm like, wait a second. No, I seen her last year at Dragon Con and she was talking. She's talking in an American accent. And then when she does Android, it's a very kind of monotone-ish. Yeah. (laughs) And then she comes off as Shaw and I'm like, wait. So confused right now. <laughs> it was so weird. But yes, let's jump into Android right now, shall we? All right. Android comes clean after receiving Victor's SOS last week. 
android breaks her silence about the other androids like her and revealed the truth about her upgrade software. Now, she asked the crew to render assistance to Victor and the other androids. The other AI needs safe transport off of Jana 12, where they are currently stranded. Now, Victor alludes to an unfortunate incident. In translation, the former owner of one of the robots spots Anya on the space station and tries to take her home with him. Yeah, Doesn't that's never good. No. no. Not good. Does not make The crew manages to smuggle the three robots off the space station, but three doesn't think they should keep the machines on board once they reason out that Anya likely has a tracker, meaning that if she can be tracked, the Raza can be tracked by searching for the robot. Which is definitely not something we want to happen. No. <laughs> so, of course, two asks the android to locate and disable the tracker. Instead, android discovers an extraordinarily complex cipher specifically designed for androids with the upgrade. In it, there's a set of coordinates and a single word, sanctuary. And uh, this was kind of weird because when they find the tracker in Anya, they realize they can't get it out. Right. And so instead of putting the rest of the Raza in danger, she decides to kill herself, which I was like, wait, wait, wait. What's going on? Yes, Five tries to talk her out of it. Yeah, and then she's just like, no. I'm like, holy crap. And then the other one, Ruak? Yeah. He's damaged. He's fixed by his nanites. But then he gets up and he's talking really weird because apparently there's major damage to his internal circuits. And he's just like, oh, no, I should be disabled because it's illogical otherwise. And Victor's even like, no, 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 we can fix you. And he's like, illogical. And then just the eyes go black. Right. And he's done. I was like, they could just, like, kill themselves? Yeah, they basically both did. Well, I mean, I know Anya, because she, like, stuck her hands into, like, something to fry herself. But Rurik just, like, sat there and was like, ah, nah, just shut down. It was weird. Well, he was acting more like an android than, so apparently his um upgrade circuits also got fried. Okay. Oh, android, android, android. She has a few moments with Victor. And it's funny because when she's telling the crew about Victor, she's like, I thought we hit it off. Yeah, I was fond of him. Right. It's like, oh, she likes him. That's sweet. And then he he's like, I can help you remember your lost memories. And he like holds her face real kind of sweet and gentle and like does this weird eye thing. Yeah. And it, like, locates a memory, and it opens it for her. But it doesn't seem that he's able to see it. So why doesn't he just, like, do whatever zappy zap and open all her memories? Exactly. Because okay. he's trying to convince her to come with them and leave that. her crew. Yes. And you go, uh, Android, you might want to be a little more careful here. Yes, because now I'm like, all right, Victor. Working my nerves. But, yeah. but the first memory is when Portia brought Android onto the Raza, and the guys who were originally in charge of the Raza didn't like the fact that Android was there, didn't want Android to take over running the Raza. And right. so that kind of made Portia mad, and Portia took over everything. And she just, I love it because she like beat the crap out of everyone, and you have three just sitting there eating. Right. Didn't move. <laughs> didn't flinch. And then when, you know, everything's said and done, 
She's like, I'm taking over. And he's like, yeah, I was rooting for you. And he just keeps eating. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow, okay. Either these other guys with that big of a jerk or three just really doesn't care. Right. And then uh, a little while later, it gets a little bit more of her memory. And we see five. And she's helping to bring Android online or at least back online. We're not quite sure everything that had happened, obviously, because we're learning this as we go along with Android. Right. And... Five acted like whatever, because she's like, it's just a machine. And Portia was pissed. Right. It's like, no, no, no. And then she's like, can can I close your eyes? Because it's kind of awkward. She just has a blank stare. Right. And Five little- just like, Psh, whatever. Which I'm so glad that she's not like that now. Right. Oh, because I I think they would have probably spaced her for real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that kid had that at. That attitude, not so much. And then one final memory that she gets, and this was, I thought, again, really sweet. It's Rio sitting there, and I think he gave her, I thought it was pudding. Yeah, chocolate pudding. Okay. And talking to her, well, how do you like it? And, you know, treating her like a person. Right. And when she's like, you know, why why do you talk to me like this? And he's just like, I don't know, you're one of us. Like, right. no big deal. Like, it's not weird that they treat her like this, where apparently the androids are treated very differently everywhere else. But then we get Portia walking in and talking about a manufacturing facility and an invasion they need to stop. And they might have to kill some lab coats. And I'm like, what? What is this? What are we talking about? Right. And did this... they know way back about the black ships or something? Right. Crap. Yes. And... With these three memories that was apparently before they all lost their memories, Mm -hmm. it got me thinking. Uh Uh-oh. And we really see no signs of the crew being these really awful bad people that's been reported. That's true. You had two being very concerned about getting the android back up and running. You have Rio being nice. And you go, no, wait a minute. They were supposed to have had their memories erased about being these all these horrible killers, crooks, thieves, and everything. Mm-hmm. But looking at the few memories that we see from Android, that's not the case. Well, and I'm kind of beginning to believe that the bad memory memories that were supposed to be removed, never really actually existed, but are planted memories to make them think that they were really bad people. Hmm, that's interesting. See, I was thinking maybe, like, together, they weren't, like, these bad people. Right, but, and like, it kind of sounded, you know, the very first memory when Portia has to beat up two guys. Right. Yeah, they kind of think seemed like they were probably thugs, mm-hmm. but not Portia. And you didn't see three get up and expound any energy one way or the other. <laughs> he was busy eating that stew. Right. Five was a normal teenager. And Rio is thankful to be alive, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, it so may well be yeah, that way. Got, something's just not right with this picture. <laughs> hmm. I wonder if they're going to expand on this at all. I... I think they're going to have to eventually. Well, they decided to go to the planet after all. And it's not what they expected. No. Especially when uh, 
they go down on planet and they're like, there's nothing here. It's empty. And something like scans them. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, visitor recognized. And they scan Portia. And I'm like, what? What just happened? And suddenly this android comes out named Chase, who apparently looks like one of the, what was it? The, one of the people or one of the androids that five friended right before EOS seven went boom. Right. He was both, he was the ticking time bomb and he actually got off the station before he blew up. Ah, so I didn't realize that, but he recognizes two, but calls her Rebecca. So it's not even Portia. I'm like, wait, now I'm really no. getting confused. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on here? And then Android and called her Sookie, which I was thinking of was True Blood. But Yeah. <laughs> and they bring them to the creator. And the woman looks exactly like Android. And that was weird. Very. Was not anything what I expected. And, of course, the flash forward that, android has you see this guy taking her apart right so you kind of think maybe he was the creator oh no not so fast Charlie chan (laughs) right we find out this woman is arena shaw the mother of all the modern androids and the person who was doing all the upgrades kind of behind the scenes to give them free will and she used to work for dwarf star and she was vital in creating rebecca and helped her escape, and she was the one who's seen her humanity. So after Rebecca Portia too, yeah, <laughs> escapes. You know, she brings her to this facility, and she's like, "We're trying to expand on what they did to you, but do this for the androids." Right. But apparently, it was more than just like a working relationship, at least according yeah. to Chase. And I think that too kind of felt something because she was drawn to the the doctor. But I don't know, because we don't have her memories. Right. So, not really sure if they really yeah, did. Uh, right. And there were some uh, some people out there thought that that was a bit much, because they're saying, oh, well, we never saw any kind of uh, feelings from two towards a another female like that. And I thought back, and I said, oh, you're wrong. Because there, when she's uh, about to uh, expire on the um, Marauder after she pushes uh, six in with the oxygen tank, Mm -hmm. and she has that image of Nick's pop up, and they have, you know, Nick's tells her to survive. At the very end, they almost kiss before Nick's disappears. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I think a lot of people did. I think that's because that was in her head. So like they right. were not thinking, you know, anything. Right. That it wouldn't, it wasn't an actual relationship, but. And then we find out Chase said that Shaw created Android so that Rebecca could grieve and take a piece of Shaw with her because she was originally going to be the body for her consciousness because she has a brain tumor that was inoperable, but she just couldn't do it. Right. And she was like, wait. Maybe I can save her with these nanites. Androids, like, I gotta go. I'm gonna go back to the ship. All right. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. It was like very weird that she's like, I need to go do repairs. It's like, that seems strange. You know, you meet your creator, you think this will be great, but I guess seeing your own face too is kind of weird. Yeah. Extremely. And Shaw wakes up and she seems to be really upset because two does not remember her 
or their time together. No, not at all. But she also tells her, no, no, the nanites won't work. We tried that. But she also says, no, 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 this is like this next gen. Right. So I'm wondering, because they kind of played off, if this will help her. Or does she even really have a brain tumor? Exactly. Is she actually even real person? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Could she actually be an android or like to? I did not even think of that. Very possible. Wow. Well, Shaw's like, listen, I'm not transferring consciousness. Nothing's changing that. And she's like, well, maybe something could can help. Something that you've created can help somebody else. And right there, I'm like, oh, I yes. forgot about her. Yeah. As soon as she said she won't change her mind, I I tweeted out, uh, Sarah, Sarah. She wants a body. Yep. And I have to pat on the back. <laughs> it actually happened. It did. Very proud of you, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get there, let's talk about Android just basically having a, am I real? Am I good enough? Kind of moment. Yeah, an existential identity crisis. Yes. Because, <laughs> yes, yeah, she freaked out and went back to the ship. And First 5 tries to calm her down because Android tells 5 that she's trying to be more human, but that she doesn't want to use her upgrade because it's not her. Mm-hmm. Which is... Interesting, actually. Interesting, yeah, because this is the first time we've heard her say that she didn't want to use the upgrade. I mean, every time she's used the upgrade, she's gone in and kicked all kinds of ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, she thinks that she was meant to be a shell to hold Shaw's consciousness when she died. And, of course, she thinks that's a greater purpose, but Five tells her that without her, they all would have died. Which, it's true. She's like, we would have been dead, like, 20 times over. Right. If it wasn't for Android being who she is. Yeah. And, and again, Chase pops up on a screen looking for Sookie. Yeah. I, I love five. Who's Sookie? Yeah. It's like, uh, you're Android. And he's like, we can adjust her programming. And oh my God, five was pissed. Yes. Because she's like, we love her. She's one of the crew. Don't you dare touch her. Stupid jerk. Yeah, quite the difference from uh, one of Android's memories of her, that's for sure. Right. So, interesting. So, somehow she's a lot nicer and cares more, which I'm happy. Yes. And then we get a great conversation. I mean, we get two more great conversations with Android. First was Six, where she tells him she feels as though Shaw's existence makes her somehow less that she's an imperfect copy of a real person who was loved, and Six has got to come back with, she is an original. Which I thought was really sweet. Yes. Oh, it was so, so nice. It really was. Just to them have, like, just a normal, everyday kind of talk. Right. It's like, no, you're <laughs> very Stuart Smalley. You're good enough. Yes. You're kind <laughs> enough, and gosh darn it, people like you. <laughs> Yes, That's exactly. That's what I felt, yeah. Which, of course, was completely different than three in Android's talk as they drown their respective sorrows in their beverages of choice, 
while once again three awkwardly tries to apologize for his thoughts about Victor and the others. <laughs> oh, knowing what we know, I don't think he's so far off. No, not at all. Because we'll get to Sarah now. Right, and of course, I love you. Got to love Android's line that yeah, you say stuff without thinking, and I like that about you. Right. We're the same. It's like mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. We both have no filters. <laughs> <laughs> and and this was just great because you have three take that moment with Sarah and he's like, do you want to do this? Do you not? It's up to you. You want more than this. Right. And, then, and this is the way to get it. We can give it to you. And this is where I started thinking, you know, where we were wondering what Sarah knows about what Rio knows. Right. And I'm like, ooh, what if you... She, you turn her loose into the world, and she was like this crazy killer. We don't know. Right. And the knowledge she has about Android and the Raza. Right. She could be a huge uh, (laughs) liability out there if she happens to fall on the wrong side. Right. Especially now, because Sarah's like, all right, three, like, takes her, I don't know, program down, and they're, they're starting to transfer everything and build the body, and that's when the GA attacks. Because Victor has a tracker, too. How convenient yeah. that nobody knows. Uh-huh. Yes. Well, they kill the tracker, but they're there, and they're already, like, starting to bombard the planet. But Sarah's not done. So Shaw's like, all right, we can escape. You go back. As soon as we get her finished, we'll let you know. We have a ship. We're going to scurry out, and we'll blow the place. We'll let you know. And it's like, uh, I don't like the way this sounds. No, no, this is not going well at all. Because next thing we know, we do see Sarah wake up, and Shaw's like, hey, how do you feel? And she's like, strong. And yeah. I'm like, oh, that doesn't sound good. No. And Sean's like, yeah, you're you, but you're more dangerous now. And, like, that was supposed to be a great selling point. Yeah. And she's no. like, well, what do you mean? And then, yeah, Victor gets all creepy and... Because he lied about what happened, and we find out what actually happened on the station. That Anya set a trap for her owner. Victor killed them, killed him, so they can send out the help me message. Right. And now they want Sarah to help them as part of this right. new race. And all right. I can think of is that flash forward we had with Android. And not just them taking her apart, but further than that, where there was like the Android upheaval. Right. It's like, oh, crap. What is happening? We have a human mind in an android body, and that could be dangerous. I think it's going to be beyond could be. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Well, we hope you're enjoying everything. Please rate and review us when you find us on iTunes or any other platform that you're finding us on. We do really want to hear from you. Good ratings, of course, help other fans find the show. And if you want to email us, send us a quick little message maybe at fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com working on a new website so fangirlzone.com will be up and bright and shiny and new soon but we are still on facebook at fgzone and we're still on fangirlzone.squarespace.com so the other one will be up soon hopefully within the next week fingers crossed and then steve and i will have new emails which will be a lot easier to send us to because it'll be just Sean at Fangirl Zone and Steve at Fangirl Zone. So you already know us, so yeah. And we'll probably have a sci-fi talk email, so you can send one just to sci-fi talk and tell us 
exactly what you think about the shows. So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Wait a minute. What do you mean our relationship? Well, this is a little awkward. And until next time.